0: Hello there, and welcome to the latest Sift Takers Snapshots podcast. I'm joined this evening by Adam Tudor. Hello there. And Bob D. Yeah, right. And myself is your host, Will Pinter. So within the SIFTAKERS, uh, we've been having a chat about what content we can do on the podcast. And Adam has had an idea to incorporate all, well, it's all different experience from all different factions and maybe more maybe more towards beginners, but anyone from any experience can actually get into this and, and read into it what you can. Ultimately, though, the question generally on a lot of people's minds is, what faction can I get into? So with these breakdowns of each faction, hopefully we can give you an idea of, of what, what faction you can go into or if indeed you're looking at a new faction... What faction you can expand into so adam g- give us a bit of an intro on what you're what you've been thinking what your ideas and what you're looking at
1: so i have just kind of come up as as you said come up with this idea for a bit of a beginner's uh, introduction to to x-wing um it's very all very well you know we as experienced players can can look at a ship and go oh it does this this and this it fills this role Let's move on to the next ship. Um, and that kind of leaves uh, people who are newer to the game a little bit bewildered as to what we just said anything about. And they've no idea what just came out of our mouths. So this is a, a beginner's episode to the Scum faction. Um, so we're going to run through a little bit, not not too much detail, but give the little highlights of of the Scum as it is a faction, as it is sort of in flavor from you know, the movies that we all love, uh, and then into the game that we all enjoy as well. Great. So with that, Adam, uh, where do you want to start? So I think if we start with the theme, the theme is a nice kind of when people are getting to grips with the game, you know, they want to translate the things that they've seen from the movies and the TV shows. Um, So the scum and villainy are the The bounty hunters and sort of the 'er ne'er-do-wells of the X-Wing universe who don't necessarily fit into you know the heroic rebellion or the evil empire at the time of the galactic civil war Um, so it it encompasses your characters like Fen Rao from the Rebels tv show or the four bounty hunters from the bridge of Darth Vader's flagship in episode 5 and those characters kind of bring in their own little flavor to X-Wing Within the actual rules of the game, the main themes that Scum bring in are that they play around with a lot of the rules of the game. Things like uh, rocks, particularly, has, has been a theme that has come out of the ships themselves. Things like Boba Fett crew deploys you on an asteroid at the start of the game. Or the mining guild TIE Fighters just fly over them without caring about rocks, particularly.
0: I mean certainly things like when you're saying like little tricks and stuff, even with rocks like Morello Eval, for instance, so he can fly off the board and come back on again. Yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just bonkers. And like Guri is probably the best positional ship in the game. Because of the, the crazy pre boost followed by the a really good dial. You know, she can just be absolutely everywhere.
0: Yeah. And yeah. and certainly the bendy barrel
1: rolls as well. You know, they can catch people out. So if we have a look at the actual faction itself, um, we're going to focus a little bit more on hyperspace um, just for beginners because hyperspace tends to be, at the minute, the ships that have been reprinted just now for 2.0 saves people wanting to buy other ships and and conversion kits and the like. Um, So just a a quick rundown of the um, seven ships is the customised... Millennium Falcon, which is the Millennium Falcon from the solo movie with the younger Han, the younger Lando. Uh, that then comes with its own little shuttle craft, the escape craft. We get the Fang Fighter uh, made popular by Fen Rao in the Rebel TV show. The Firespray Patrol Craft flown by Boba Fett in the movies. The Mining Guild TIE Fighter, Star Viper attack platform and the Z-95 Headhunter. These ships kind of cover a quite a broad range you know you've got like uh, you've got a big turret in terms of the Falcon you've got some jousting a little bit in the headhunter and also some more traditional arc dodging in the Star Viper and the Fang and you know the Fang is it likes to get in your face but ultimately it's got the dial of a a more traditional ace with having um, the blue two moves and boost and barrel roll actions
0: yeah, certainly Fenrao definitely I'd see as an as an ace. Even old Tarot to a point um, at I-5, you know, so.
2: Yeah, I mean, Bob is, Bob is limited at, at, at I-5, I guess, but uh, you've got Fenrao to go to for I-6 if, if that's where you want to be.
1: So these pilots kind of give you a, a more broad range, but as a, as a whole, do we how do we feel that the Scum faction kind of feels in terms of, you know, traditionally you'd say obviously we'll cover this later, but Rebels are a bit more jousty. The Empire are a bit more sort of acey. How do you guys feel that the Scum faction really fits into this?
2: I like Scum. I like balance of it. I like the fact that they're halfway between lots of things that other factions do. They do a lot of things quite well, but very few things brilliantly. And to get the most out of them is it really takes quite a lot of skill. And the, You need to know your jank well. Because they they are relying on quite a lot of jank They are competitive. You know, they 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 are competitive. You look at how how Oli Popnil's done with four Fang fighters uh, in hyperspace. It shows that they are a competitive faction. In it, yeah. In contrast to extended, where basically skurgs are super efficient, and you can take the the scum skurge ships to just fire a load of shots and take a long time to die. The 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 four Fang fighters are a proper. X-wing squad using proper X-wing tactics to to try and outfly the opponent, set up kill boxes, all that sort of stuff, with some cute tricks in.
0: Yeah, I think I think Bob's right there. That the the, the faction is definitely defined by its tricks, and there's a lot of triggers that you need to be able to uh, remember, and a lot of little little rules here and there that are literally unique to the faction, that you really have to remember and have to get into. And you, with with Scum, you have to know your list. You have to know what it does. I mean, you can say that for anyone, but some of them are a bit less intricate within uh, all of the different things that they can do.
1: There is a tendency, I guess, with, with some Scum lists, that if you don't get all your triggers in the right order, you are actually doing yourself out you know whereas something like an imperial ship it's all there in the way the ship works and you get your value that way you're not having to remember various triggers you know in order to get your points
0: yeah certainly
1: so i think also it's
2: playstyle if you if you're looking to get the maximum dice out of the falcon you really have to play around those rocks and you really have to make sure that you are you're trick shotting it And you're using Hans' ability and all that stuff to really turn that two dice gun into something that's that's really worthwhile. And and they're not an easy faction to play in hyperspace, I don't think.
1: Yeah, so you've hit on it there, really. You know, both in the Ollipocknall's Four Fangs winning a couple. I think he he himself went to a, a various different events down south and was winning all of them. But then, how easy is it to actually just say, okay, Four Fangs is great. It's three Zealots uh, with no upgrades, and then you can fit Fangrat with no upgrades, and I think it all comes to 200 on the nose. Actually, if a beginner picks up that list, how well are they going to do with them? Is it really just put it down and, and you're at an advantage?
0: No. I don't believe so. Ollie's done really well with that list due to the fact that he's spent a lot of time with that list, his player skill and experience comes involved. If you pick up that list yeah, uh, lo- locally like with a few of your mates and all the rest of it you're going to win some games but ultimately it can go seriously wrong quite quickly with the Fang Fighters if you're caught out of position or anything like that and if you don't really know the strengths of the list you will get caught out. An easier list would be a Bobber plus an Escape Craft and fen. That, that I'd say that would be easier to pick up and do well with them four fangs personally
2: yeah it's a little bit more forgiving isn't it you've got you've got loads of hull on bobber um Fen and bobber both want to get up nice and close and then you can you can solve any action problems from bumping with the shuttle so if you're getting started on on scum that's a pretty tasty list that that could easily take somebody to at the top end of cut and, and and maybe do really well within cut but actually it also has some, some stuff that makes up for any mistakes you make on the way into the engagement.
1: Yeah, with for, in terms of beginners, you get in a nice range of actions there. Your escape craft is getting you used to the idea of coordinating. Do I want my ships to be stressed so that I can coordinate them next turn? And with Bobber having a, a natural boost, which is a little bit of a rarity in 2.0, you're allowed to correct sometimes if you've gone slower than you thought you were going to or actually you've gone too fast and now you need to get out of arc that it gives you those those options so this then kind of leads us into the next one of if you're gonna say right okay i like the sound of what what we've just talked about i'm going to pick up scum are there any ships that you would say don't pick that up just yet maybe give it a bit before you've learned it or other The other way, are there ships that you say, okay, you want one of these, this is really good, use this for the next 10 games, you'll be fine?
0: If we're solely going on hyperspace, I'd say at the moment, maybe hold off on the Z95s. But I think every other ship uh, within the faction, me personally, I see a place for. Like You can make a list out of all the other ships. The Z95, post last points change and post last inclusion doesn't seem to have made an impact on the faction itself it is a good points filler but to what end um i don't know you've got more you get more from the escape craft and more from the modified tie fighter or the the miners guild tie than what you get from a z95 so fangs definitely fire spray definitely Even a Star Viper, have a play around with some of them. I mean, there's there's been a list going around recently where there's like three or four Star Vipers. Now, I don't recommend that to um, a beginner, just someone starting out. But certainly, if you've got a bit of experience flying from other factions, then that could be a good list for you.
1: Do you have any thoughts on uh, which ships would be a good purchase, Bob?
2: Yeah, I definitely agree with Will on the Star Vipers. They're not really a great ship if you're just starting out with the faction. I, I do like the Fang Fighters, whether they're at, at, at the generic or whether they are Fenrao, Old Terok. They're, they're a proper ship with a really interesting dial that lets you do all the things you kind of want to do. And you don't often get left with the Fang Fighters of thinking, I'd really like to be somewhere else, but I can't get there because the dial's too limited and I'm stressed and blah, blah, blah. They, they do have a good dial. And likewise, the Fire Spray is an excellent ship in 2.0. Boba Fett is really good, but you can also, if, you, if you're looking to sort of explore the game a little bit, Eamon Azamine um, dropping bombs in crazy places is, is a fun way of exploring the game's mechanics. So he's definitely worth, worth a good look. I do very much think Will's, Will's write about some of the other generic ships, the Z95s in particular. They're not that interesting. They are twos across the board, which is a bit dull, and the dial is limited. So, the result is that you've got some loads of really good cheap ships that just roll two dice, but if your evades are on fire, you'll live a long time. If your reds are on fire, you'll actually do some damage if you manage to point at targets, but that's not really a great way of, of learning the game. I think the the fire sprays and the the fan fighters really offer a lot more options in terms of, of developing
0: skill. I mean, it's a good one that you picked up on there, Bob, with Eamon Azari. Uh, he... Phil G.C.'s blog with uh, Double Fire Spray. Having the Bobber and uh, Eamon together is a really good way of seeing the mechanics of dropping bombs and different things uh, within the faction as well. I think that's a pretty good list if you want to pick up that and try that.
2: And, you know, two, three-dice ships shooting out the front and the back, they are forgiving in that sense as well because if, if somebody does really manage to outmaneuver you, you've always got the rear arc to fall back on. But it also means that you can fade in and fade out and still be effective as a
1: damage dealer so for another sort of point that new new people might want to have a look at are there any sort of mechanics that we would rate as sort of unique in this faction um, things like the way that the uh, scum falcon interacts with with rocks a little bit more even and then also as, as i touched on the the, ment- the mining guild sentry flying through rocks um, are there any other mechanics that are a bit a little bit fun to explore
2: i think the the concord dawn title is amazing mm. and, and it's very much a new player's kind of mechanic if you get into a, a mutual arc and and you are popping shots at your opponent then the concord dawn turning a blank into an evade is just fantastic just it really it really keeps those fangs alive and it's it basically guarantees that whatever's coming back at you as the penalty for being at range 1 is something that hurts your opponent but doesn't hurt you if you if you get the the engagement right and and that's a really nice way to play
0: within hyperspace you are a bit more limited so i mean if you if you look into our phone like get a bit of uh, spatial awareness within the game and things like that then I know. Although I said the triple star viper and the quadruple star viper list is a bit cheeky when you're starting out, maybe having one star viper on the table when you're trying out these lists just to get used to that bendy barrel roll—that's um, pretty cool. To be fair, it's it's good fun. It's good fun having your ships bending round, barrel rolling here, there, and everywhere, and it, it will give you good spatial awareness within the game. Um, The
1: sheer number of final positions that you can hit with that Star Viper, if you do decide to put advanced sensors on it, um, it's quite astonishing. With the, you know, do I want to go? I want to go right, okay, but do I want to go right and forwards because it's going to point me this way, or right and backwards because it's going to point me the other way? It it does give you a lot of of weirdness that you can explore there. Yeah, I mean,
0: certainly, when I very first when I was first starting out and I tried the Star Viper with the bendy barrel rolls, I always seemed to barrel roll one way. As in, I, as in do the bend, yeah, or I completely forget about the bend the other way, yeah. um, so it's it's good to explore that uh, definitely um, and it is fun it is a fun mechanic
2: and it's it's also one that that as a as a newer player, you can have some fun on the kitchen table, just looking where doing a barrel roll with the template sort of pointing forward. And then follow that up with a, with a turn or a bank, and then try it with the template pointing backward. And it's just incredible the difference it makes and the number of places that your Guri can get to. I mean, it's just it's mind blowing, really. It, Guri can be absolutely everywhere. And, and actually, that's true of, of anything that's packing advanced sensors. Um, obviously, with Guri, you've got the, the opportunity of seeing where some of the opponent ships are moving generally. Um, which you don't have with the, the generics, but it's just incredible where they can get to. And Guru can just go, no, no, that engage doesn't work for me. I'll just not engage. I'm, I'm disappearing now, which is, a, which is a fantastic ability.
0: Yeah. I mean, an- another one that I really like, it's not, it's not unique to the faction, but the escape craft, um, being able to coordinate from the escape craft, all your different ships within your list and things like that. That is a really good mechanic to get used to and to get your head into, that you can actually coordinate actions um, to your other ships using that escape craft. I mean, it's only cheap, you know. Uh, I mean, you've got L3-37, uh, for instance, coming in at 26 points. That's not a big part of your list, you know. So you can use that within the list and really start getting getting your, your ships, like, double bonded and things like that.
1: So that I think that's a good mechanic. If you're... Uh, it's much cheaper than in certain other factions with within hyperspace within you know your, your rebels you're looking at a, a whole u wing to try and get some coordinate going on uh, and then the Empire's option is the uh, Reaper um, shuttle so it's it a much cheaper option at, at just those 26 to get yourself in some coordinate for your your bigger races
0: yeah certainly
1: okay so um, just as a final little topic Beginners, obviously, you know, they're looking at spending a fair whack of money to get into this game. How do we rate the scum's strength position within the game right now, within terms of how the ships themselves play out? Uh, hyperspace and extended, we can, we can do a little bit of both. How do we feel the, their actual power level is?
2: I think cash-wise, if you were to go and pick up uh, four Fang Fighters, you'd have made a good investment. And you've got 60 quid for a list that can
0: win hyperspace events. I mean, um, obviously, we, we don't try and date these podcasts, but with this, you, you, you will have to date it. So <laughs> on the 23rd of June, 2019, <laughs> um, uh, I say, I'll be honest with you, I think the scum faction sits at the lowest end of the power scale within hyperspace at this moment in time. Fang Fighters, yeah, four Fang fighter list is good. It is competitive but you've got to know how to fly it also Bobber, the escape craft, and f- uh, escape craft and fen is also competitive but you know you've got to know how to fly it and there's a lot of players out there that do know how to beat these two lists so but as as the power curve goes i think they're at the bottom like say two weeks time that might change uh, and this podcast you know like i, th- I think the i think generically uh, within the chat obviously we we are chatting well, but within points wise, at this moment in time, I, I don't think it's don't think it's
2: yeah. the greatest. I mean, points matter, um, and yeah. and depending on when you listen to this, it, it makes a difference.
1: Hopefully, the, the new points change. They might reevaluate Bobber a little bit. He was hit really hard by the points change, which when, put them from. Obviously, it was pre-republican separatists, but I would have said around Christmas they were undoubtedly king of the hill. And now we find them, as you say, being being pretty low, if not the bottom. Yeah. And, and wider why,
2: why in the game, that shows classically why points are so important. You know, you, you, you take a, a ship that is a real player in the meta and you up his points, you up the points for the things that he wants to take by way of upgrade. And all of a sudden he drops out of the meta because, first of all, it, it looks like you're getting less for your money. But also the reality is you are getting less for your 200 points.
0: Yeah. If I if I was a new player, I'll be honest with you. I I, I mean I love the Scum faction. It's it's well documented on previous uh, previous podcasts. But at this moment in time, I would look elsewhere. Uh, if you look for
1: a bit of jank, perhaps wait for a future beginner series podcast on uh, on a on a different faction.
0: Yeah. Oh well,
2: if, if Ray becomes good, I'm back to Ray. But at the moment, I'm I'm
0: enjoying Scum. With that, uh, thanks very much for the topic, Adam. We're going to cut it there and hopefully uh, we can continue this on and go through each faction and do each faction breakdown, meanwhile, whilst waiting for the points. So, all that's to say is goodbye from Bob. All right, landlord. Goodbye from Adam. Thank you very much. Goodbye. And au revoir from me. Till the next time on the SysTakers Taker Snapshots podcast. <laughs>